Welcome to The Nest Show, the podcast that brings you insights into the crypto market, trading and investment experiences, and what we're looking forward to as we navigate the space together. Before we get started with the show, I want to thank our friends and sponsors over at PrimeXPT, where many of our listeners have already signed up to trade by visiting theburbnest.com slash PrimeXPT. Now, we're excited to reward you with a very special offer brought to you by our friends at Prime. Visit the announcement channel on our Discord to learn how you can receive a one-time trading bonus equal to 50% of your deposit amount. Exciting times indeed. PrimeXPT is the most powerful trading platform offering immediate access to over 30 assets. Users may trade cryptocurrencies, forex, commodities, stock indices, and much more, all from a single Bitcoin-settled account. PrimeXPT gives experienced traders up to 100x leverage to multiply their capital while also providing users with multiple order types, low trading fees, and ultra-high liquidity to equip them with a one-of-a-kind trading experience. Registration does not require any user information, so visit the link below and start trading on Prime XPT in minutes. You'll be hearing much more about Prime XPT here and why we're so excited about the products they already offer, including a one-of-a-kind BTC and Ethereum options trading platform called Turbo and an upcoming co-vesting product that will give traders and investors alike an entirely unique opportunity to multiply their capital. We're excited to congratulate the Prime XPT team on a couple of project milestones, starting with the launch of direct crypto purchases with the use of credit and debit cards. To learn more about how to purchase crypto on the Prime XBT platform using debit or credit cards, visit Prime XBT today for a complete walkthrough. Also, we want to regard Prime for their progress integrating TradingView chart technology into their charting platform and their continued progress with the co-vesting module that will allow traders to mirror the activity of other traders. To find out more about the extensive progress of the co-vesting build-out, visit the Prime XPT blog for the most up-to-date information. Now for the show. Today, our special guest needs no introduction, but we'll deliver one for good measure anyways. John McAfee has been a true lightning rod in the crypto space for years, but John was famous long before crypto Twitter. He founded McAfee Antivirus Software, has been an outspoken presidential candidate, and has assumed legendary status for his libertarian philosophies and lifestyle. And though he's now 74, he's nowhere close to slowing down. With his latest venture in the crypto space, the privacy-centered ghost coin, John will seek to leverage his decentralized exchange, the McAfee DEX, to further ensure the interest of full privacy services for cryptocurrency users. His plans don't even come close to ending there. As in our discussion today, we discover his designs for eSIM technology and how it can further liberate those who seek life beyond the grid. You will not want to miss this very special guest on this episode of The Nest Show. Thank you for joining us, and we hope you enjoy the ride. What The Nest Show is, this is a podcast brought to you by the Burb Nest community, an independent crypto and forex-centered trading community built to sharpen each other in capturing opportunities in the markets while protecting capital along the way. What this is not trading advice. We are not financial advisors, and you should not regard any information here or in the Nest Club as financial advice. You should always consult a licensed financial advisor before making any financial decisions. All right, everybody, welcome to today's very special episode of The Nest Show. And as you can see, we are joined by the illustrious, the notorious John McAfee. John, how are you doing today, man? Thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, I'm doing fantastic, and thank you so much for inviting me. I I don't get invited out much anymore, so this is a pleasure. <laughs> 
Well, well, we, we wouldn't be able to uh, welcome you here without the work of Adrian and connecting us. So Adrian, thank you so much both for being here and connecting us with John. Yeah, I'm looking forward you know, to what John has to say on these amazing questions that we compiled. And I'm extremely blessed you know, for having you, John, over here with us and, uh, well, for joining also on the band's side as our amazing host. Thank you, guys. And I'm extremely like, excited for what's coming. I'm terrified John, I, about these questions you guys have made so much of them. I, listen, I mean, maybe, maybe we don't even, maybe there's more than just eating those children we don't oh, want yeah. to talk about. I don't know. There's a <laughs> there lot. Are still a, there are still a few out there that I didn't cross out yet. Just wait. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, John, b- before we get started, I, I got to say, talking a little bit pre-show um, and, and just with your reputation preceding you, you, you strike me as so vital you know, and having more energy, you know, in your, in your golden years than most people start out with, you know, in their, uh, in their prime. So I just want to ask, do you have any, you know, uh, secrets or tips to share with our viewers on, on how you keep your energy levels at such a premium? Hmm. I think, I think energy people comes from doing what you love in the story. And, and if you doubt this, look at children when they're, mm-hmm. when they're playing, which you know they love. Uh, and then look at the same children when they're trying to learn uh, uh, that nine times nine is 31 or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yes. So, um, no, I, I just do what I love, and when I don't love it, I stop doing it. And this is the problem, unfortunately, with this modern age of people. I mean, I see people in jobs that wake up on Monday morning going, oh, God, mm-hmm. i got to go to work. Why the fuck are you going to work then? Do you understand? You might. I mean, I, listen, I, I don't have too many insights into the afterlife, but what if people, what if this is all you have? Just one mm-hmm. life, uh, and you're born, and, and you exit, and what you do in between is it. Holy fuck! If you spend one second doing something you don't love, I mean, after after an adult, listen, children. I'm sorry, children. You still must uh, fucking uh, learn mathematics. I wish you were otherwise, but you fucking adults. Mm-hmm. You're over 21. You're not living at home. You got no boss except yourself. Yeah. And and you're going to a job you hate, and then and then families. I mean, you're coming home to a spouse, whether you're man, woman, or whatever, and you and you uh, you look at your spouse and that woman or man that you married five years ago just is not there anymore. I mean, there's somebody there, but it's a fucking stranger, and and yet you continue to do it. What the fuck, people? No, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to get so radical, but yes. This is what I do. I, I've never, I mean, since I left home, done a single minute of something I stopped loving. I mean, I've always loved most of my jobs, but when when they got tedious, I go fuck. I didn't listen. In, I, I was working at Univac. You know, I don't know if you guys, but it's an old. It was the second largest computer company in the mm-hmm. late sixties, early seventies. I woke up one morning, I don't want to go to work. And I go, what the fuck, why? Because I didn't love it anymore. I didn't even bother mm-hmm. going in. I called my boss and I quit on the fucking phone. On the fucking phone. I've walked out of five marriages without even a goodbye. 
They had a good time. Mm-hmm. Just waited till my wife was shopping or something, packed my bags and left. Now you think, oh God, that's so. No, it's not. Because if you spend one minute longer in a marriage or a relationship that you no longer love, who you're hurting? The other person as much as you. Do you see this? You think, well, I'm staying because of the kids. Do you think the fucking children are going to benefit from having parents that no longer love each other? Please, God, wake up and stop doing what you don't love. So, I don't know. I, that's my secret. But if you're doing what you love, people, I swear to fucking Christ, you're going to put every ounce of your energy in it. And Janice, my wife, who is right here, will verify, I think. I've never done anything I did not want to fucking do. And every day of my life is happier than the day before. I'm 74 years old, and right outside this window, I can almost see on the horizon my exit door. And yet, every day, it's every day I get closer, and every day I'm happier. Uh, this is where I get my energy from, folks. I'm sorry it was such a long answer. I did not intend to. Oh. Well, Tom, here's the thing. If if uh, the podcast concluded right there, and that was the only thing that listeners took, it would still be the lesson of a lifetime, you know? So part of our concern, we're already in the bonus round, you know? All right, we'll go. Let's just continue with the bonus round then. Yeah, right on. We'll we'll tell you what, in in terms of, uh, you know, doing what you love, you know, every day, I, I want to talk about your latest uh, project with Ghostcoin. Uh, so, yes. uh, so you've you've been a part of uh, a couple of different, um, uh, I guess, uh, privacy coins up to this point. But now you finally launched your own project, and that's I, I did, uh, yes. complete with McAfee Dext. So, I, yes. I would love to hear more about the the value proposition that you're giving to uh, to customers and holders of Ghostcoin. And basically, what Ghostcoin can add to the ecosystem of cryptocurrency. You need to keep in mind that the Ghost as a coin does not stand alone. It would be worthless just to have another goddamn privacy coin. Why mm-hmm. bother? We have one arrow, um, which seriously, people, is one fucking awesome coin. I'm just saying right now. Um, if you doubt that, uh, please, uh, why don't you spend five minutes on the dark web? and see what uh, drug dealers and hitmen and whatever it is you're trying to buy, <laughs> uh, except Monero, nothing else. Used to be Bitcoin. Bitcoin replaced credit cards <laughs> on, on the dark web, and then Monero replaced Bitcoin. Why Bitcoin, if I sent you $10, um, then forever after I can look inside your wallet and find out exactly what you're worth, how much comes in, how much goes out, and from whom and to whom forever. <laughs> and not just me, everybody you've ever done business with can do the same. Uh, plus, there are these people that put their Bitcoin address on their Twitter page going, uh, donate here. Well, fuck me, I can look in that wallet and say, uh, clearly no one's donating to you, or they are. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's If you bank did that with a plumber who you wrote a $20 check to, <laughs> I think you change banks. So no. Mm-hmm. So you've got Monero, uh, an excellent privacy coin. What is the problem with all the privacy coins today? 
Uh, if you can totally survive just on that coin, in other words, everything you buy, all of your income is paid in Monero, and, uh, your bulletproof vests and food and shoes and, and houses and cars are purchased with Monero, which is possible, by the way. I don't have a bank account, not the same. Um, then that's cool. If you, however, need or must convert to a fiat currency like dollars, yens, euros, British pounds, um, you're fucked. Because you have to do it on a centralized exchange like Binance. Mm -hmm. And any of you who are on a centralized exchange know that you just can't go, hi, I'm going to call myself Mr. X and I'm going to start trading on. No, <laughs> they want your fucking driver's license, uh, your uh, a copy of your passport, your bank information. No. Um, so that's the problem. At that point, with all the privacy you have with privacy coins, as soon as you must exchange, your privacy is gone. Why? Because every government in the world has their thumb on centralized crypto exchanges. So, and Monero, unfortunately, the block it's a beautiful blockchain, but it is not adaptable to a decentralized exchange. Can't be done. Mm -hmm. So, um, first thing I created was a decentralized exchange. McAfee Dex has been in beta. Now, it's been a free-for-all. Why? We let everybody in the world list whatever they wanted for free. Why? We had to test how robust is this motherfucker, okay? Uh, literally, if you go on, well, we've, we've created a new McAfee Dex by now, which is going to become the Ghost Dex, um, where you can't, you can't just list anything. And then we're, you know, you can't pay us to list anything. Uh, we're going to be starting off just with uh, Bitcoin, Ethereum, DAI. Why? Because DAI is the most stable coin on uh, the fucking market. Um, Ghost, and that's it. Um, and, and, and Fiat, you can actually buy Ghost on the exchange now with a credit card, but only $250 a day, best we can do. Mm -hmm. uh, in July, we're going to have peer-to-peer -peer fiat exchange, kind of like <laughs> localbitcoin.com only. Mm -hmm. A totally different system, completely automated. Yes, you can get your fiat. And you can do it in any way that the peer-to-peer -peer communication and transaction is, is mutually agreed on. Give me your bank account, which is all going to be private, by the way, just between you and the person you are doing business with, or whatever. Or listen, I decided, you know, um, I'll take a credit card, whatever. Um, so that's it. And that's coming out uh, in July. Ghost itself, which is, it has every single feature that, Mono, that um, um, Monero has, uh, plus tons more that at the time Monero came out, people were not thinking about. Um, mm -hmm. And the, what, what is the difference? Uh, you don't have to exchange this on a centralized exchange, even though it will be listed on, on a few. Uh, you can exchange it on a decentralized exchange, which means that you have totally total privacy. Now, the SEC has already alerted me that I have broken the law by putting no KYC or AML uh, in my exchange. You know what that is? Know your customer, anti what is it? It's features that makes the developer a fucking policeman. 
right? Well, I'm mm-hmm. sorry, I'm not a policeman. Completely, yeah. But anyway, so my answer was, I'm sorry, I'm an old man. I didn't think about it. Um, but so unfortunately, sorry. yeah, well, basically, that's it. But unfortunately, I was so silly as to develop this using smart contracts on the blockchain. So, God damn it. I don't know if you understand about blockchains. It is what's called an immutable record. Can't be fucking changed. I'm sorry, I can't fix it for you. Uh, now that didn't go very far, of course, and one of the reasons Janice and I are still in hiding. In any case, um, so no, we don't ask anything. We don't want your name, your address, your your email address, your IP address. Nothing. You are completely anonymous entity. It comes onto the ghost exchange, which is really what McAfee Dex is evolved to. And then you're done. So the and and the other thing we, we had to do, and here's why. Um, Janice and I, since we've gone underground, we don't have telephones. We can't. We can't. Anybody who knows anything about smartphones knows that everybody knows where you are. Mm-hmm. I don't give a shit if you turn your location off. Doesn't matter. Google's gonna know where the fuck you are. <laughs> and and so is uh, the CIA, the FBI, and your local sheriff. So um, I've been working on a phone called the Ghost Phone. Now, uh, what it is, it's an, it is an eSIM. eSIM. I don't know if you know anything about eSIMs. If not, let me explain it. A SIM card is that little tiny card that you, if you get a Samsung or whatever, you go to AT&T, they put a SIM card in and you're up and running. And eSIM is a new concept that's been developed by Samsung, Google, Apple, uh, and it's in uh, the Samsung S20 or above, which includes the, flip, the Samsung Flip, the Samsung Fold. It's in the Google Pixel, and it's in every iPhone built in the past eight months. So eSIM, uh, we have developed the Ghost phone service based entirely on eSIMs. Now, eSIMs, uh, if you use an eSIM, like the latest phone, you can't make voice calls. Nobody makes voice calls anymore. I've never heard of such a thing. I mean, you and I are talking. I get to see you. I mean, um, through the Internet. It's strictly data. But when they developed eSIMs, developers never considered that a person like me might exist. And I go... Well, eSAMs, you know what I can do? I can create a completely anonymous phone, which I did. It's just a SIM card. You can download it, and it'll work on those phones I just talked about, the Samsung S20 or above, uh, Google Pixel, the latest, uh, and the latest iPhones. You just download it. You take the phone, take a picture, and suddenly you're on the Ghost network, not the AT&T, not the Verizon, but Ghost. We currently work in 35 countries, um, including the U.S., uh, Russia, all Western Europe, with the exception of Portugal. Um, we don't work in China, and we never will. I apologize. It's not a possibility, people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nevertheless, mm-hmm. if you're not in China and don't plan to go there, then you download our eSIM, you scan it, and suddenly you're fucking invisible. In other words... Google, I don't give a shit what they do. We'll never know where you are nor who you are. Now, if you're using it with, with and it has to be data only, you're using it with data. Well, yeah, I mean, the people who still communicate with you through signal or whatever, yeah, they're going to know who you are. 
However, they're never going to know where you are. And mm-hmm. governments, unless they're monitoring your communications, don't even know who, they, who you are. They don't ask you. I mean, as far as we're concerned, steal somebody's credit card, pay us, and we give you the SIM card, and that's all it takes. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> or send us some fucking crypto, and we'll send you the card. Um, mm-hmm. Now, this has truly pissed off everybody, not just uh, the U.S. government, but Google. Everybody's up in the arms against, against the ghost phone. But so what? I, mean, I didn't design the eSIM. I'm sorry, people, your fucking problem for coming up with that concept. Um, but using it, uh, I've partnered with an Eastern European country um, that the United States simply is not going to put pressure on, I promise you, <laughs> to say, who the fuck is this person? Mm-hmm. Because they won't even know. They won't even know. Hmm. Um, so that's coming out. Now, we're integrating all this together. What does this do? It makes you anonymous in every aspect of and certainly every aspect of your financial dealings. Now, um, people go, well, so so if you don't pay taxes, uh, what's going to happen to America? God, people, in 1913, we did not have taxes, and before that, never. And before that, we were the industrial giant of the world. Uh, Taxes came in in 1913, supposed to be, until the end of World War I. Did they go away? Fuck no, nothing ever does. Um, We still have them. And they're unconstitutional, which is why I've refused to pay them for 11 years, which is why the IRS <laughs> filed uh, uh, their grand jury. Well, fuck you people. I'm sorry. The IRS and the SEC. Uh, I'm 21 years old and over. I don't need a father. I don't need a mother. I don't need people telling me what to do. And I sure as fuck don't need someone looking at my finances, which before 1913, nobody had the right to do. So. In any case, you may or may not agree with the principle. And also, the other thing is, uh, everybody says, well, criminals are going to use it. Of course they're going to fucking use it. Of course they are. I mean, when the telephone came out, who were the first people to use it nationwide? The mob and mafia. So they could coordinate nationwide criminal activities. When the eight-cylinder engine came out in 1932, who bought them? You couldn't buy one unless you were a bank robber because they had the money. They they had pre-purchased them before they even fucking. And why? They got to run away from the cops. Bank robberies increased tenfold, ten times when the eight-cylinder engine came. So fucking what? Does that mean we can't? You can't have cars that go faster than twelve miles an hour? No, please God, do you understand? Of course, criminals are going to use it. Duh. Does that make it wrong? Is that I've done something that criminals are going to use and therefore I'm a bad man? Wake the fuck up, people. I'm sorry. (laughs) I get on these rants. I'm an old man. I'm allowed to do that. We didn't bring you on not to rant, John. (laughs) 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 My apologies, those of you who are listening. If if you've gone to sleep, you can wake up now. I'm back on. Yeah, yeah, there's no way nobody, you know, just nobody gets to sleep after this podcast anymore in their life. (laughs) That's hilarious, man. Uh, You know, you brought so many good points. I I, I we have have time for one more question. We've chewed up a half an hour. Um, Uh My apologies. However, uh, Janice is here. Janice, put these motherfuckers on the list. Uh, One out of every 20 or 30 people I talk Uh to, 
I am willing to talk to again. And you guys are welcome. Cheers, uh, John. Thank you. This is doing it now. And and let, let me have one more question. I'm sorry. Huh? Yeah, that's that's very good. Uh, well, you brought so many, you know, good good points to that. You know, for for the privacy and uh, well, I get like personally to see to what extent privacy is actually just I would say under attack when everybody is just you know. Uh, kind of like concentrated in, in their lockdowns, in their homes, right? So uh, I think this privacy stuff... Uh, let me interject something here. And I'm not going to make this part of the question, but let me interject on. something extremely okay. important. I mean, people go, well, what's privacy? I mean, you got nothing huh? to hide. You got nothing to fear. Well, let me explain something to you people. What is privacy? What it is the most fundamental process of the human being? If you don't think you exercise privacy a hundred times a day, let me remind you of something. Let's say you go to a grocery store, you buy some lettuce, tomatoes, hamburger meat, whatever, whatever your wife or your husband sent you for. Um, and you're at the checkout counter. Do you say, hi, uh, my name is uh, John McAfee. Uh, listen, I slept with my wife's sister last night and I, I don't know what to think about. It. No, fuck no. No, no, seriously, no. You have a rigid set of questions or statements, you know this. Hey, the weather, or Jesus, God, the price of tomatoes has increased the first time you met the person. That's it. You know that's it. That's a privacy filter. Let's say a casual acquaintance. You might go, oh, hi. Didn't I see you the other day? Well, yeah, yeah. Well, what do you, well, I work down the street at the Missouri Pacific Railroad. That's fine, okay. With a close friend, you might actually say, God damn it, I, I slept with my wife's sister. Fuck me, what do I do? Or you may choose not to. And for your wife herself, you might say, baby, sit down. I've got some. No, it's your fucking choice. So if you do not think you've got something to hide, it's from whom? From the checkout clerk? From your boss? From your neighbor, from your wife, from a casual acquaintance. No, please, people, privacy is the fundamental glue that keeps society together. Because I want you to imagine, just in your neighborhood, if everyone knew everything about everybody. That's fucked up. You would be, you would have shootings. And the first thing, a lot of the spouses yeah, would be shot, fire, yeah. shot, castrated or something. Uh, no, it would be chaos, people. So no, fuck that idea. You've got nothing to hide. You've got nothing to fear. Fuck that. You have not looked at yourself. If you so would, imagine anyway, the government I'm sorry. selling I'm sorry for. I'm sorry for going off on that. Anyway, <laughs> let me have your question. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. But I say, imagine, imagine governments, you know, just spilling all the beans, all the, all the truth, you know, to the public. There is no way we could work, right? There's no, no way. No. no way fucking way. Yeah, yeah but back, coming, you know, circling back to this uh, privacy step that I said, it's extremely important right now when people are, you know, kind of like still, you know, in some countries uh, in the lockdown, right? And uh, yes. so this kind of like brings me to this extremely interesting question to... Uh, to what extent do you think, you know, uh, coronavirus is or is not a hoax? I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a mathematician, so I, I'm sorry. I just cannot help but see the world in terms of numbers. So uh, the media is going staggering numbers of deaths. Uh, and they even give us hard numbers. Like right now, 453,000 people in the world uh, in the past six months, 
have died from coronavirus. Why the staggering? Why is it? Why don't I just look at other numbers? Because I like to compare shit, if you don't mind. Why don't you please look up uh, how many people in the same period have died from pathogenic uh, diarrhea? Meaning you touch somebody who's got it and you get it. How many? Two and a half fucking million people. Do we say anything? No, of course, it's such a trivial goddamn number in a world of 7.8 billion people. Please, can we get some perspective? Okay, oh, well, yeah, but that's just uh, diarrhea. This is different. This is a virus. Well, we're talking about the flu. How many people died last year from the flu? Look it up. 730,000 fucking people. Wake up, world. This is not a pandemic. And the people, oh, that's because of lockdown. Lockdown? Less than one-third of the world locked down people. Wake up. No, the rest of the world is going, including China. Well, China locked down. Well, yeah, they locked down 0.73% of their fucking population. Two tiny goddamn cities. A population of... Uh, not quite three billion fucking people. No, they did not lock down. No, this is the biggest scam in the world. Now, why don't you look at things like what's the results? Um, uh, every country on earth that gross domestic product in the first quarter diminished by from between seven and eighteen percent, the exception of one country. Guess what? That country might be China. Their GDP increased by 3.6%. Uh, I'm sorry, can we can we get perspective? That's all I'm asking. I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe it's the new math. I, I'm at a loss to understand why this has happened. I, mean, I, I know. I do understand. And I mean, you know, listen, uh, Janice's kids are in California where they do teach the new math. And I, I do understand that two plus two, which used to be always uh, four. Uh, can sometimes now be uh, 22 if the child firmly believes it. Uh, I got it, I got it, but I don't know. And by the old math, we do not have a pandemic, people. Yeah, actually, you know, it's, inter- it's, it's even more interesting because WHO, like the words, you know, health organization, actually, to the best of my knowledge, kind of like right before, you know, this, this pandemic started, you know, media-wise, uh, they kind of like changed uh, the actual like a uh, definition for the pandemic that uh, yes right yes yes that's the issue i mean who knows how many people really died three i don't fucking mm-hmm. know we don't never know um but i do know that everything else went down Every, everything else including fucking traffic accidents oh, well, of course we were in lockdown yeah, yeah let's get reasonable however people uh, if you look at countries like america which has the most advanced fucking metal equipment and, and, and certainly the most um, ventilators. And ventilators for the past 15 years have been very suspect as being the cause of death of people who are placed on them. America has the most and also the highest rate of death. Mm-hmm. So I'm not saying there's a correlation, um, but please look this up. They did do a study in America. Nine out of every 10 people placed on a ventilator because of coronavirus died. Mm-hmm. Check the statistics of people who got coronavirus and stayed home. Yeah, whenever, whenever you kind of like dig into, dive into the numbers, like things get you know more and more interesting. 
And uh, I have to leave. I have yeah, to leave. Janice just gave me that's this, which means <laughs> I let I let hey. Ben just say say the outro for that. Right. John, uh, so Janice, thank you. And, and you've been entirely generous with your time, your information, your expertise. <laughs> thank you so much for coming on. We love you guys. <laughs> and, and thank best. you. And listen, I will. You're one of the rare people I'd be happy to do this again anytime you guys like. All right. That's thank awesome. you so much. That's awesome. Thanks Cheers, for coming. Guys. Take Say care. Hi to Janice. Stay safe. Bye. Will do. Bye-bye. I'd like to thank our listeners for joining this episode of The Nest Show. We invite you to connect with our guest on Twitter, where, of course, John is at official McAfee. Adrian is at Crypto Burb. And I am at Benjamin T1717. Additionally, be sure to check out John's ghost project at ghostbymcafee.com. Again, we want to thank our sponsors at Prime XBT for their support of the show and for their support of our listeners. Once again, after signing up to trade at theburbnest.com slash PrimeXPT, be sure to follow up on the announcement channel of our Discord and learn how to capitalize on their generous trading bonus offer that they've exclusively made available to our community. If you've appreciated the depth and breadth of what you've heard with us today, subscribe to our podcast and find our landing page at theburbnest.com. We have a vibrant Discord community which acts as our central hub of operations, and we welcome you to join us at thebirdnest.com slash discord. We also offer an extensive free bulletin on emerging crypto market trends, exclusive undervalued gem reports, and in-depth expert technical and fundamental analysis at thebirdnest.com slash bulletin. We always appreciate engagement from our community, which of course means liking the video and subscribing to our page, where we insist on bringing you the highest quality content available. Also, we're happy to incorporate tips and topics from our listeners and encourage you to email us at thenestshow at thebirdnest.com. This podcast is brought to you by The Burb Nest. Thank you and trade on.